<laughs> That's not at all what that means. Oh, okay. Because I can help you out with yeah, that. Yeah, I know you can. <laughs> <laughs> I can make sure you get just as many takes as you need. Because I know uh, as this show matures, that's really the goal, right? Paul? Yeah. Just make me as, as uncomfortable <laughs> as you can. <laughs> no, man. You've had some hot takes in the past. Oh, I appreciate it. You've had some hot takes. Man, let me just say, it's felt weird, like, uh, recovering the voice. It's been weird with, like, so much stuff going on in the world to just be like off the microphone completely. I got used to it. I, it was like, a, you know, a habit. It became a thing. We were on a roll, essentially. And I know obviously whoever's been uh, joining us has been on that roll too, but just like my voice was just completely shot for, for days. It's still not even a hundred. Mm -hmm. And it's such a bizarre feeling to be screwed up like that. Anyway, I'm on a regimen now. Don't worry, I got like honey lemon and stuff <laughs> yeah and, you have a whole remedy there yeah i got yeah. it I, you know listen and resting a voice and i got the humidifier with the like steam coming in the room mm. and i'm yelling less as a hockey coach which okay. that's a, also been a priority but my goodness man uh stuff in the world the world is a wild place right now and it's very difficult to process and just in my personal life, in the meantime that I've been off of the microphone, it's been uh, so many people feeling the need to talk and discuss and try to, um, you know, make whatever sense is possible out of this news that has now, is now bombarding us. And even for this show here where it's like, you know, we have our typical area of focus, our typical lane that we would focus on or a variety of lanes. Mm -hmm. I mean, my news feed is overwhelmed by what's going on in Ukraine. And, yeah. and my news feed is always an indicator to me of, of like what people are, what, what's happening right. to yeah. people, the experience that people are having and the things that are important to people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, okay, this is, this is everyone. If my news feed looks like this, this is what your news feed looks like and everything else. And I'm not saying like, of course, we'll f try to find our angle and try to find the stories that... Uh, I don't know, maybe are slightly less talked about or it might be interesting relating to that. But this thing is just impossible to avoid right now. And it's going to, it's become part of our reality. And it really, like uh, we were talking before we started uh, with, with almost like a sense of permanence. Like it just feels like it's going to be here for a bit. Yeah. It's so massive. And so we're going to have to find a way to work within, within those parameters. And, you know, this thing seems crazy, by the way, us talking like this, because it's like, we talk about the difficulty sitting here. Mm -hmm. That ain't no difficulty no. Uh, compared to people sitting there. And, mm -hmm. and by the way, I'm talking all on all fronts. I'm talking if it's a story about, you know, uh, I think some official was reading a transcript of a conversation between a Russian soldier and his mom. The ambassador. The ambassador's yeah. situation. Or if it's, um, you know, some story of a family having to flee and then the dad hangs back and they, 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 you see the exchange with the kid and I'm talking about like mm -hmm. Ukrainian family, uh, refugees. And it's just, uh, we are uh, separate to an extent where it's very difficult to even mm, uh, be able to comprehend. However, it is the experience of so much of the world right now that's observing this thing 
that um, there is still a, a processing, a necessary processing going on in order to continue on. Mm. Uh, and then for some, it's even beyond the processing, those that can actually impact the situation in some way, including Elon Musk, who we have uh, this story right here. Although what's interesting about this, this story, I believe the actual tweet from Elon Musk stating that he was going to help out Ukraine. Okay. I think the tweet might be deleted. I, I might be crazy, but I think he may have deleted the tweet, which goes to show you the sensitivity of uh, this whole situation here. Because look, that's Feb 22 and it happened in yeah. between. Oh yeah, there. you're right. So was he, it was a reply. It was, was a reply. You have to, yeah, you have to uh, turn on replies there. Hmm. Um, okay. Oh. So, so he replied to the... Uh, to the Starlink tweet here. I don't know, I keep scrolling down though. Let's see if the original one is there. Cause I feel like I couldn't, oh, never mind. More terminals en route, okay, that's my bad. Mm -hmm. It was never deleted. Anyway, so the, the way this whole thing went down as far as Elon's concerned, you have uh, Fedorov who, what is his title? He is the uh, vice prime minister of Ukraine and minister of digital transformation of Ukraine. So he's got an interest in all kinds of technologies, presumably. So he tweets at Elon directly, and it's it's a man. Ukraine has truly reached out to the world here, as far as mm -hmm. looking for support and help. I mean, they are kind of up against a a giant in terms of an adversary here. Uh, this this the scope of Russia, mm -hmm. significant scope. Actually, Ukraine's a fairly big country itself. A lot of people, because it happens to be positioned directly next to Ukraine or, or uh, next to Russia, Ukraine seems small, but actually from, from a landmass perspective, it's the next yeah. biggest country. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, so I think the military firepower is oh, no, no, we know. way bigger. Yeah, yeah. You almost got me to raise my voice there, Will. Oh. <laughs> Which is a very dangerous prospect yeah. at the moment, right? Like, I don't, know don't if want to play tell. that game. I don't know if you can tell. I got very strict parameters here in the voice right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to rile you up. Man, I learned a lot about voice. I was reading about voice you know, uh, singers and voice coaches and, and, and strategies and things like this. Cause I was like four days, I like, no mm -hmm. voice. Mo, come on, man. Anyway, uh, you know, you got to say about Ukraine though, they really, they've been hanging in there as far as the battle's concerned, because you see the reports coming out and you realize this thing's been going on for days now. And it wasn't like a steamroll yeah. effect. There's been a resistance. That's for certain. Mm -hmm. But anyway, let's go down to the original tweet here and figure out how Elon decided to interact. Uh, no, back up. You went too far, Will. So you're off your game yet. I feel like there's a tweet off. before that. Nope, this is it. Uh, this was the original tweet. It was directed at Elon Musk from Fedorov. He says, while you guys, or while you try to colonize Mars, Russia tries to occupy Ukraine. While your rockets successfully land from space, Russian rockets attack Ukrainian civil people. A couple exclamation points in there. We ask you to provide Ukraine with Starlink stations and to address sane Russians to stand. Uh, his response, Elon Musk, Starlink service is now active in Ukraine and more terminals are en route. Now, the importance of this, actually, this, this was Feb 26, but the importance has gone up recently as statements came out of Russia relating to uh, the attack on communications, which I believe is fairly recent. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, once communications go down, traditional communications, what are you left with? I mean, it's very difficult to get messages out. It's very difficult to uh, coordinate your forces and all these type of things. Of course, there's other methods, but you see the satellite phones start Absolutely. to come out. 
militaries have to start relying on satellite technology. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the general public? Uh, what about uh, other officials? Like, I don't know how much Starlink equipment he can send, mm -hmm. but this is an alternative outside the traditional um, communications that they can reach up to their own, their own uh, private satellite service via Starlink. So here's a, a way in which, you know, Elon Musk is not a government, but he's uh, found a way to keep people connected in Ukraine, which could turn out to be a huge thing if yeah. traditional communications actually do go down. Now the development, I, I don't know if it's today or yesterday, let's see the date on that. We'll just scroll up to the next tweet. Uh, that was 22 hours ago. Starlink is here, thanks Elon Musk. And we have a truck full of Starlink equipment. As you can see, a military style truck there. And uh, Elon replied to that as well saying, look at the retweets on that. By the way, I've been tracking uh, Twitter activity, like tweet activity. Mm -hmm. And not the top tweets for interaction every single day are Ukraine related. Like it could be him, mm -hmm. it could be the president. Tremendous, tremendous social media activity. Uh, that, that tweet with the picture of Starlink equipment, 500,000 likes. That's half a million likes. Well, mm -hmm. I don't know if you knew That's that. That's crazy. 74,000 retweets. Uh, Elon says, you're most welcome. His most welcome, 237,000. So as much as this, like this is one of those things where you look at these terrible situations and um, nobody... Nobody wants this. Like, like when it comes to war, mm -hmm. right? It's It becomes really hard to see... Um, any type of light or brightness, but then you realize it, it can be weirdly galvanizing in certain ways, in small ways, mm -hmm. including this type of interaction right yeah. here, which never would have come about. Absolutely. And and uh, so there, there are interesting little, um, I don't know if you would call it a celebratory moment, not quite mm -hmm. to that extent. No, but, but I get what you're saying. But it is a, you see humanity leaking out yeah, here and there and and trying to to now maybe if probably putin doesn't like that that tweet right there mm -hmm. probably putin doesn't like that truck full of starlink you say where's my starlink <laughs> i don't think he's saying that but well yeah. i don't know because they're kicked <laughs> off like all this stuff got shut down on social media yeah. that's another recent development right like mm -hmm. a lot of high profile russian accounts have been frozen out not just of uh from an economic perspective but also from a from an information perspective right counts have been banned sports teams sporting events uh hockey federation said russia can't compete um other sports soccer football mm -hmm. depending where you are in the world um skating tournaments like it's taekwondo taekwondo did you hear this story no international taekwondo society took away putin's black belt Oh, really? They said, you ain't have that black belt. That's rough. That happened yesterday. They said, we can't. That's his pride and I joy. I didn't even know we could take it back. I didn't know that you could take something like you that You could take back. it back, Mo. They're taking it back. So, and here we go uh, on to the next one. This is Dominic Hasek, and he was legendary goalie uh, in the NHL. Very unorthodox style. I was a huge fan of this guy. This guy's unbelievable. He used to wear the crazy helmet, too, with the, the mm. cage. He refused to wear the goalie helmet. He would wear... The, play, the player helmet with like an enhanced cage. Oh, okay. I don't know why. I don't know. It was just old school. He's like, nah, that's how I do it. Mm. Uh, it was probably more dangerous. Yeah, I would imagine But so. he had his own style. He he used to play goalie almost like it was jazz music or something. You never knew what he was going to oh, do. That's fun. He was very unorthodox. Uh, anyway, he's, he's a famous player from Czech. And 
I don't know how much you guys know about the history of, well, Europe or um, Russia or the Soviet Union, USSR. I mean, I, I don't know how much you know. Well, I know Mo knows a lot, so he can actually take it from here. <laughs> no, unfortunately, I don't know much. I do. I should learn. I just. I apologize. I promise. <laughs> I promised Mo that I would not do that today, so I had to do it at least once. Yeah. I had to do it at least once just to make sure he's awake over there. And since we haven't yeah. been here in a while, it has a walk. Keep him on his toes. Yeah, you know, it's just it's a, just a slight little adrenaline <laughs> dose. I was like, leave me alone, leave me alone. Don't say it, Lou. Um, anyway, so Hashik has been outspoken about this thing. I believe he had critical words at one point for, um, Ovechkin. Okay. Uh, who, who is pro-Russia. Well, I mean, pro-Russia is one thing to say. Pro-Putin? Well, here's the thing. First of all, be careful over there, Will. Second of all, I think it is still possible to be pro-Russia as a Russian citizen and maybe not to be pro-Putin. Like, I think right. that there is yeah. a middle ground there. And even beyond that, and I know this gets really squirrely from a philosophical perspective, but it is possible to just be against this one individual decision. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think it's actually important that people can detach these things because otherwise the mental gymnastics that have to take place to deal with these types of occurrences get really wacky. Mm -hmm. And I understand when people... You know, even when somebody commits a crime, let's say, mm -hmm. and the family has a really difficult task ahead of themselves trying to figure, I'm talking of the accused, mm -hmm. of figuring out how to, do they still love them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Was their whole life, you know, do they need to reevaluate every single moment or is it possible that humans are capable of terrible things, every single person, and that we are constantly, um, at odds, like we're constantly maneuvering to make sure that that doesn't happen collectively, mm -hmm. hopefully, but that, uh, like this is the reason why we kind of, we attempt to distribute things like power. Right. So that one individual's uh, bad afternoon doesn't turn into nuclear war. Yeah. I've obviously exaggerated there. But you understand what I'm saying. I use the exaggeration just as an example. To amplify the point. That's all I was doing over there. Mm -hmm. um, or that like one personal vendetta doesn't like, so, so people can vote on things. I don't know, have a referendum. The idea of, I love the idea of a referendum. <laughs> no, like here's a particular thing. How do people feel? Like what would happen if you had a referendum right now in Russia and you asked the public to vote on whether or not they want this Ukraine stuff going on? Mm-hmm. What do you think it would say? I'm, I'm going to say they would say they don't want it. Seeing all the protests. It's right. a possibility at least. Yeah. And it would be really interesting for the world to know that. Now, who's running the referendum? Well, there we go. Who's asking the questions? Who's counting the ballots? Yeah. Let's get back to Dominic Hasek here. Uh, he's from Czech. And if, again, coming back to Soviet Union, USSR, there's a lot of Mm. I don't necessarily want to use the word animosity. Well, it's animosity now, but there was still existing tension based on that history about countries that were affected by the existence of the Soviet Union and Russian influence in the region. Countries all around there, including Czech, including Poland, including Slovakia, including, well, Belarus right now, uh, including Ukraine. 
etc. Like that this stuff, there's baggage there. There's pre, there's stuff that it still exists. You can't like erase history in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 50 years, a lifetime. Like I think about this when you see pictures of young people in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. I'm talking like toddlers like I have mm -hmm. that will know this reality. That will yeah. never leave them. No. That is permanent. They're not dead, right? Traumatized. They're, they're, they're not, they're not um, a statistic, mm -hmm. but they are a statistic mm -hmm. because this, and there's regions in the world where these battles, these wars are permanent because they're multi-generational. And so even when the fighting stops, the war is still here. Mm -hmm. I pointed at my, for those just listening, I pointed at my head. The war exists in the mind permanently. You can't forget it because of the amount of pain. Yeah. The amount of suffering, the amount of fear. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's the case with the, that part of the world. And so Hashik has been very critical of what's going on over there. He wants like strict things to happen. He's been critical of Ovechkin. Uh, he's and, and now he's calling for the NHL to immediately suspend contracts of all Russian players. Okay. That seems... That might be extreme. Yeah. Uh, every athlete represents not only himself and his club, but also his country and its values and actions. That is a fact. If the NHL does not do so, it has indirect co-responsibility for the dead in Ukraine. That's <laughs> mm. a hefty statement yeah. right there uh maybe a little maybe it's a little much i don't know putin loves his sports does he yeah i've seen i don't know i don't know a lot about russian history and whatnot but from a few videos that i've seen he loves to put hockey players up front and be like this is my guy right so maybe well there's pride in sports exactly yeah he was at the olympics he went over there the most putin? recent one yeah Really? He left Russia? He boogied over there. Well, I mean, obviously before this. Yeah, obviously before this. Will's going to fact check me right now, which I like. <laughs> uh, Keeping you on your toes. Yeah, he arrives at the Olympics. Look at this. That's Feb 4, 2022. Whoa. Yeah. A lot of people didn't want to go because of COVID and stuff like this. And uh, he went, show face. You know this relationship's important mm -hmm. right here. Mm -hmm. Oh, look at this. Yeah. See the color on the tie? Very close. Mm -hmm. That's the color, by the way, Putin's tie. Well, don't smile. It's a serious time. They color matched. Yeah. No, I know. Called each other. It's impossible, man. We live life. It's <laughs> No, it's impossible, Mo. We live life. <laughs> don't we live life? We do. I mean, you got to go in the morning. Like, you had to wake up this morning. Yeah. Didn't you? Mm-hmm. You rolled out. You got in your car. I don't know what you did. You filled up with gas. Like, <clears throat> man, you got to do it. Mm -hmm. No, you read some stuff and you're like, oh, God. I mean, right? Can mm -hmm. have that effect as well. Um, anyway, so this is a little hefty. He's, uh, Hasek, who's 57 now, also criticized Russian superstar Alex Ovechkin. Uh, he didn't like his words when he said, no more war. He wants him to be more specific. He said, what? Not only an ableist, a chicken shit, but also a liar. Holy cow. This Every adult in Europe knows well that Putin is a mad killer and that Russia is waging an offensive war against a free country and its people. Hasek is fired up. Yeah, he is. A competitive guy, and now he's doing a competitive version of social media. We'll see if Ovechkin replies. I saw what Ovechkin said. I think, you know, this is hard. 
his family is in Russia. I know some people are like, hey, man, that's no excuse. That people want to hear harsh things. But mm -hmm. I think it's a very difficult time and complicated time. And, and people are, all people are struggling in with it in one way or another. Mm -hmm. Some significantly more. I understand that. But even a guy like Ovechkin, I promise you this ain't easy. When he li lies down at night, puts his head down, he's like, God damn. Mm -hmm. Is he not doing that? Mm -hmm. I guarantee you he's doing that. I guarantee it affects the game. I guarantee it affects his life. His family's over there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, you see the lineups, people trying to pull out money, the Russian dollar, just a uh, ruble, sorry, plummeting. Yeah. People are trying to buy iPhones, Will, because they're trying to hold value because the value is just falling off. You know. Whoa, I didn't know that. Listen, Mo, you work, right? You have a job. Yeah. You p pay bills. Mm -hmm. you, you, you save for the future. You buy too much crypto. Mm -hmm. No, but I'm saying like you, again, the idea of the war being in the mind and, and having to do with yeah. fear and unpredictability and chaos and 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 so on. Yeah, well, look at the, uh, Will's doing the conversion rate here. I'm just going to go to Canadian dollars. What do you want to do, USD? Yeah. Yeah, 0. 0.0089 wow, USD. It's not worth a cent. It's not worth a cent. Yeah, do it it's on less a, than a cent. Do it on a longer scale. Do it on like a year or something. Let's just see how low it is. Yeah. Well, actually, that doesn't even help because it's kind of like a cliff. Um, yeah. Do, you got to do more like a five day, I guess, to be honest, to really see uh, where that drop there was. Yeah, there that and that initial cliff there. It's actually lower than it was on the initial cliff. It's just so widespread the effect and the impact of this, and so. Even a guy like Ovechkin, how much of his money is in rubles and real estate in Russia? And Yeah, I don't know. And like, are his assets frozen? Does he, does he, I don't know if you don't know the effect on his personal life and how his finances yeah. work. I think the family is a pretty big point. The family being still in Russia. Yeah, yeah. can he actually see his family? Right now? Yeah, he can't. Well, I mean, he could call up Putin and say, "I need in," but what kind? What plane? A private plane, maybe. Mm -hmm, maybe. At yeah. the risk of getting shot down. Maybe. Well, Russian airspace stuff isn't getting shut down. But anyway, you can see like the West, like North America, wants him to to say wants him to go hard, make a hard line, just because he's like the yeah. most famous. Yeah. Um, we'll see if his position changes. We'll see as this thing goes on. As the violence continues and the suffering goes goes forward, how about this from the Rolling Stone? Ukraine push, pushes to unplug Russia from the internet, like just from the internet. Period. You can do that. That's right, Mo. You just a whole country. Yeah, switches right over there. <laughs> we have the switch. That's they gave it to us. <laughs> like you guys, you guys seem very responsible and level-headed. Yeah. Um. The, yeah. In the apps, like listen. Uh, I, this could cause an extreme amount of panic. Absolutely. You eliminate the internet completely in some place? Yeah. I mean, Facebook went down for like six hours and people went nuts. The internet as a whole, though, people don't even realize how tied in it is to almost every business at this point. Yeah. Right? All your processing, your whole existence, all your, all your files, all of your um, data record keeping, mm -hmm. hospitals, you don't think, man. Everything, yeah. Everything. It will be a complete, a 
Uh, not just a disconnection of TikTok, all right, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it would like be. functional disconnection of operational stuff. Mm. Uh, Ukrainian officials asking a key organization responsible for the operation of the internet to disconnect all Russian sites from the global computer network of, of networks. It's the latest attempt to turn Russia into a pariah state in retaliation for the Kremlin's invasion of Ukraine. Experts call it a massive, ill-advised step. Yeah, see, you yeah. don't think about the type of, like, side suffering that comes from it. Although, with all of these sanctions, there are innocent people suffering. Yeah. And there's no way around that. Um, and maybe the people suffering, it all depends on the way that it's processed within Russia. Mm. If it's processed in such a way of, like, I have to do something to put an end to this, and then there's more protesting. But even there, you worry about enticing people to protest for fear of what their consequences are going to be inside of Russia. Yeah. That's the craziest. How they're going to be treated. Mm -hmm. It's very sensitive. Sleeping with the enemy. Russian troops try to pick up Ukrainian women on Tinder. I read this story. This is like such a modern kind of development in a war zone that goes to show you how the war zone is different today in 2022 than the way that it's showcased in like historic movies and things like that. Mm -hmm. I'm not even just talking about dramatic movies, documentaries and so on. Yeah, Russian soldiers, guys, they're people that are like 20-year-olds with smartphones. Ukrainian soldiers are the same. They're like you. You watching this, they're like you. Mm -hmm. they, they just find themselves in this circumstance now. Uh, and they have Tinder. Russian soldiers poised to invade Ukraine have, bombar have bombarded women, women on the other side of the border with Tinder messages. Dasha Sinelnikova's app lit up with matches from soldiers named Andre, Alexander, Gregory, Mikhail, and Black. 20 miles away, the report said. I actually live in Kiev, but changed my location settings to Kharkiv after my friend told me there were Russian troops all over Tinder. Many would be paramours reportedly flirted, would be paramours reportedly flirted with treachery as they gave away their military positions while forces assembled north of Kharkiv prepared for what appeared to be imminent attack. A muscular guy posed up trying to look sexy in bed posing with his pistol. Another in Russian combat gear and others just showed off in tight, stripy vests. So they thought that there would be willing uh, Ukrainian women that just were, were so happy to have them. Yeah, it's pretty disconnected. I didn't find any of them attractive and would never consider sleeping with the enemy. I automatically swiped left to reject them, but there were so many I got curious and got into a message exchange. It was funny but scary at the same time. Now what I heard, I mean, you can imagine what, what could be happening here is then these Ukrainian women could be sharing these details mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or setting up these guys. Yeah. Or it could work in reverse where these guys are running their own espionage mm -hmm. while they think they can extract information about the enemy, the Ukrainian enemy, through Ukrainian girls. Mm -hmm. Right. Counter. So there's a lot of, you think about the information warfare, you think about communication warfare. And how social media is playing such a big part in it. Now. Such a big part. And dating apps now, yeah. apparently, yeah. which with geo-based components yeah. in them. Exactly. Like, let's meet up somewhere. Yeah then it's a trap. Absolutely, it could be a trap. Mm -hmm. um, 
or or an like I was saying, just try to extract the information coordinates. Sure. Where can I meet you? That could be enough, mm-hmm. right? To expose. Like I was looking at this convoy that's coming in, with the they, they this it's been stated it's forty miles long or whatever, and it's all satellite imagery which is available to the public. The public can track these military operations. And, and the public is sitting there examining these photos and attempting to determine which of these vehicles are the fuel vehicles, which ones are um, towing weaponry, right. which ones are people carriers, and which ones are tanks. This is the public and how spread out the convoy is in order to make it less susceptible to attack from the air. It's wild. Like this is modern warfare call of duty call of duty <laughs> i know i just i said modern warfare and i didn't mean it like that but it but it is actual legitimate modern warfare mm-hmm. uh speaking of warfare there's a development on the story which was like a very popular story regarding this island in the black sea called snake island where ukrainian soldiers were a position um, there was like an outpost there. And then there was this story and a recording of them interacting with a Russian warship that was passing by. Now, the story which went viral was that they had said, uh, screw off to the warship, knowing that they were going to be killed had they said that. But this new report is that they're actually alive. And after that exchange, they were taken prisoner. They weren't blown up. Hmm. Um... So I don't know what that does for people's viral story, how they feel about it. 13 Snake Island border guards who defied Russian aggression were considered dead by Ukraine after the communication was lost with the island. They're actually alive in Russian captivity. The border guards became famous for their profane rebuke of a Russian warship that approached the tiny Black Sea Island strategic Ukrainian outpost. Uh, Ukrainian authorities said the 13 men were killed and died heroically. Russian state media uh, have issued reports on the war in Ukraine are at odds with what is taking place on the ground. Subsequently reported that the men had surrendered and were taken by ship to Crimea. On Monday, Ukraine's Navy confirmed that the men were alive. I guess they spoke to them and they then demanded the immediate release of them. So here you have a perfect example of social media times, reports from the war zone, alternative reports from either side, and then the proliferation of the initial story, particularly if it happens to be a good story. Another one that was similar was the ghost of Kiev, mm-hmm. which was this uh, fighter jet, a fighter jet that was just absolutely um, kicking ass and taking names. Like, like that was the story on social media. Shot down six Russian fighters. Ghost pilot. And it's just an awesome story that everybody would love. But then it turns out probably doesn't exist, or at least lots of the footage was from a video game. Yeah, everyone <laughs> wants a hero. Of course. You, you mean everyone Want, wants hope. Yeah. Desperately. A symbol of hope. Hope. Yeah. The human need for hope in grim times regardless of um, whether it's even there or not, we'll just make it up. Mm -hmm. And, or 
it, it doesn't even need, need to sound like that or be like that where it's made up. It can just be one of these broken telephone situations. You can imagine being on the ground and trying to make sense of these small details, mm. figure out what's actually going on. And then one person can say, I heard a story of this or mm. somebody shares a video clip. And next thing you know, it's just well beyond the control of the initial uh, poster. And now people are making of it what they want and what they will. It's been crazy sifting through social media with this. Airbnb is going to offer free housing to 100,000 Ukrainian refugees. Airbnb getting in on the mix. The home rental platform joins a swath of companies offering support and donations during this crisis. Well, that's there's been a ton of people displaced, obviously. You have uh, hundreds of thousands, if not probably millions total, that have uh, fled. To Poland. Poland, Romania, yeah. Slovakia, um, on the eastern side, even some that have fled to Russia mm-hmm. just to yep. evacuate the main area of combat. Airbnb said it will offer free temporary housing for up to 100,000 refugees from Ukraine joining a swath of companies offering support. The home rentals platform set to provide relief during this crisis. The cost of the stays will be covered. Donors to its refugee fund and hosts offering discounted or free accommodation. We know that hosts on Airbnb and guests around the world will be eager to stand up and assist in this massive effort. So I guess this is going to be a combination of things where the host would do a discounted rate, mm-hmm. Airbnb would cover that rate. The rest so of the so rate. really what's going on here is like a combo yeah. effect of uh, support. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know if you have you ever looked at Airbnb in Europe before, no. but like uh, places uh, like Poland or Czech or something, very competitive Airbnb rates. Oh, really? Yeah, like if you ever want to go sightsee, oh, now's yeah. not a good time. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lou, it's serious time. I know. You can't be man. making me laugh. This is impossible. You know. <laughs> Serious time. <laughs> no, I mean, I meant it. Like, I meant it. I don't even know what those rates would look like right now, but now yeah. it just crossed my mind. Yeah. Those rates would be terrible right now. Yeah. Because everyone's coming in and they got to figure out a place to stay. And there's you know, obviously a lot of people are just posted up in gymnasiums and community centers and, in the subway. Yeah. And, but also, some people, I presume, are going to be bombarding the Airbnb market. Yeah. And then you have Airbnb saying, hey, we're going to try to help out with that. Mm-hmm. I think they've done this before too, Airbnb. Yeah. With the um, other refugees, but I, I can't remember exactly when. You're looking in Prague here? Well, mm-hmm. look at that. And that's a nice place in Prague really right nice. there. And, what do, I, tub and what do I pay for it? And you're in the city. I guess you got to put a check in date. And probably the price is going to be up right now, I would guess. But I don't know. Let's check in. Uh, it's a two-guest studio. It's one bathroom, 1.5. Uh, one bedroom, 1.5 bathrooms. It's, it's got been a, booked up. Yeah. Oh, it's fully It's booked. either booked up or they canceled these recent dates. No, no, that's booked up. It's booked up. Okay. It's booked up. Okay. On the 9th, you can get into the 11th. What do we got? 168 per night. Uh, a USD. Oh, no. CAD. Mo's kind of all right with it, but you don't know what the regular cost would yeah, be. Yeah, I don't know what to compare it to. But you see, now you're going to Prague. You know, if you go to Prague. <laughs> he's, going, he's going? Yeah. <laughs> you go to Prague, uh, 
is one of the best beer drinking places in the world. Okay. I'm not talking about right now, Mo. Okay, okay. Mo's like, stop. Don't involve me in this at all. Leave me alone. Uh, Apple's lightning port is nearing its expiration date. So what's next for the iPhone? Well, there's these mm. rumors, right? You have the portless phone, which people, it has been picking up steam. Mo, don't do that. Don't do that with your head. Mm. That's a real rumor. Uh... <laughs> It's been around since 2012. Wow. 10-year mark on the lightning port. Yeah. It was cool when it launched, other, mm -hmm. other than the fact that it was proprietary. It was uh, better than micro USB at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you guys remember micro USB? Oh, it was ever, the worst. Mm, it breaks. Mm -hmm. It's always breaking. So dainty. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so it was an improvement at the time, but then they hung on to it for way too long. It's like, geez, man. Move on here. That's uh, we're done with this. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, yeah, they might skip right over USB C out of spite. They'd just be mm. like, we don't need your USB C portless, uh, regular wireless. I can't imagine that wireless would be fast charging, and that would be kind of a deal breaker. Well, wireless has been improving as far as charge speeds, and the iPhones are not the fastest charging devices out there to begin with. Yeah, to begin with, so. Could people just be okay with it if they can get that speed up to, I don't know, something close? Mm -hmm. I mean, there were people charging on a 5-watt charger for how long? Yeah. A long time, Mo. People were like, ah. People were like, ah, whatever. Then Apple took away the brick in the box, so how many people are still charging on a 5-watt? See, I'm shaking my hand at you? Yeah. I've seen you do it before. <laughs> yeah. I saw you plug in a 5-watt. I have. Um, since there's no, not a lot of, like, wired transfers would it make sense to use magsafe what do you guys think hmm. magsafe well, um, magsafe is cool don't get me wrong but they've called like you're talking about magsafe on the laptop they've called the other thing magsafe mm -hmm. the the, they're the wireless the yeah so this like double magsafe mm. identity crisis yeah going yeah. on and uh MagSafe on phone would be hard only because, like, the idea of MagSafe on the laptop is that it comes free if it gets kicked. Mm -hmm. Well, that works on the laptop because the laptop's heavy enough to be anchored to the table. Mm -hmm. A version of that on iPhone where it's yeah. strong enough to hang on but weak enough that the phone wouldn't go flying if you tripped on it so that it could still have the same characteristics of the laptop. Mm -hmm. Kind of difficult, a difficult balance. So... um I think it stays on the back of the device. Well, right. I, I don't think it's like the MagSafe on your laptop, hmm. personally. And I just think they got to figure out a way to increase speeds on the uh, on the current iPhone MagSafe, the circular thing on the back. Yeah, definitely. Hmm. TikTok expands max video length to 10 minutes. Up from three, which three I didn't even know. I thought like, okay, a minute is long enough for a TikTok. Yeah. Who's they had three for a while. They did, but who's, yeah. who's watching a three minute TikTok? Well, is that you? You're watching a three uh, three minute TikTok? Like, is that is that the, the guy you are? If it's interesting, okay. I uh, it's got to be really interesting. I think it's like Greek history. Oh wow! 
I don't I really that. do. Okay. Oh, you give me that some, face. Well, well, go ahead. Give it us some Greek history. What did you learn? <laughs> Prove it. Yeah, what did you learn? <laughs> no, I just pull it up. <laughs> no, no, you can't pull it up. Like, if you watch a three-minute TikTok, I feel like you got to retain something. No, but you're retaining. Like, on TikTok, you're not retaining anything. It's just... That's my point. Move, That's my point. On, so what yeah. good is the three-minute TikTok? I don't know. I was going to say, actually, the three-minute TikTok. I become really aware that I haven't swiped up. I haven't used TikTok in a while yeah. now, but when I was using it, I was really aware. Like, if I've been on one for a while, mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I've been here for a yeah, while. Yeah, because in a, the platform is a video game. Exactly. It's not about the content. Yeah. It's about playing the game. Yeah. It's about the slot machine. Next. It's yeah. a um, uh, Wheel of Fortune. No, not Wheel of... Oh, yeah. No. Um, Price is Price right. Is right. right. Um, yeah. When the wheel comes out, yeah. showcase showdown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. And Mo was playing that on TikTok till he realized he was dying inside. Exactly. And he became a real life skull emoji. At which point he put it down. <laughs> now, Will, I, you can tell me all you want. You watch a three minute TikTok, but unless you can give me any kind of evidence that you know anything about Greek history, I'm not going to believe you either. Um,. They use clay pots to uh, okay oh. to oh. scrape litter off of their uh, when they poop. What clay pots? Yeah, they poo in clay pots, or they use the pots to pick it up. And who is they? Uh, yeah, people living in Greece, Athens at the time. Oh, oh, cool. You mean like a long time ago? So just history. Yeah, Greek history. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not. That doesn't surprise me. The pooing in the clay pot. Well, I didn't. I didn't really know. <laughs> well, no, but I, yeah. So you're saying there's like an early toilet. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Early toilet time. Yeah. Well, there you go. That might be worth three minutes. I don't know. But ten minutes. Well, who, ten, who ten minutes the, like uh, a documentary. Yeah. Ten minutes. He could. He could know everything about Greece in ten minutes. I guess so, right? Definitely not. But, um. I don't know. It's 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 this thing where it's what we were talking about, mm -hmm. which we, what we've been talking about is like eventually it's about monetization. Yeah, this is how they get into, the, and they get all these complaints. People are like, "Why aren't my? I got so many views." And it's like, yeah. "Yeah, your views are like two seconds." Yeah, like it's is that a view? Fifteen seconds? Like what the hell? Yeah, what counts as? A I view? can't show an ad on your content. You know, your 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 content represents like uh, one out of a hundred pieces of content that a person has to see before the ad shows up depending on the person mm -hmm. now quickly mm -hmm. they swipe and all this other stuff um but if you really want to generate value for your advertisers and for your customers your viewers well whichever way you perceive your customers uh then retention comes into play which youtube made big moves towards retention at different moments in time yeah and then kind of went the reverse way by adding the short stuff now but the short stuff doesn't monetize on YouTube the same way as the long stuff does either. Why do you guys think this show's so damn long? Hmm. It's a marathon. It's because we one. cover a no, lot. No, that That's was why. a joke, man. That was a joke. <laughs> Listen, this 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 show, if, if if this was about money, we'd be over there shooting on box therapy more often. Yeah. It's not about money. This is an investment in the community. That's you. I'm looking at you. It's like long term, there's going to be a big community. Mm -hmm. But right now... It's it's a lot of investment for us, and it's, it's it's not really, you know, the most lucrative thing in the world mm. at the moment. 
which is, that's fine, by the way. That is not, a, I'm not lodging a complaint. Um, but it's a lot of stress on guys like Willie Do. This guy's no, I'm okay. This guy's frantic half the time. You know? <laughs> when my voice was down. Well, don't change the topic. I'm still on the TikTok, all right? <laughs> don't you dare get me moving right now, all right? I'm just getting back in the groove. Well, it take me some time to get rolling, you all know? Right. It was like a, I'm like an old engine. You know? yeah. Do you think Instagram will follow TikTok suit of 10 minutes? Yeah, sure. Why not? They're, they, I mean, they're going to let you upload whatever you want. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're going to be seeing all types of 10-minute pieces of content, right? They're going to have a, their algorithms going to have to be um, adjusted in such a way to make sure that they uh, only show it to people who actually watch that. Yeah. But the other thing that comes into question is just formatting. See, on YouTube, shorts, it's a pretty strict formatting, right? It's a minute. Mm -hmm. Because YouTube offers up landscape for everything else. Yeah. What, what is especially weird about the 10-minute view is portrait mode. Yeah. Like you're in portrait orientation for 10 minutes. It's very bizarre. You're not in a very relaxed state. No. You're kind of in a more temporary state holding your phone like that. So it's going to have to be really captivating stuff because you're fighting against formatting issues mm -hmm. and your own expectation around what vertical video means. Mm -hmm. So... Um, TikTok is chasing YouTube's ad dollars. That's what it says here on TechCrunch. YouTube is focusing on TV ad dollars. The Google-owned video platform recently announced it'll host an, an annual brandcast. Yeah, they've been talking to us about that. They're like, Lou, give us your headshots. We didn't even get the headshot. Mo, you got to take a photo of me. Okay. Because YouTube's trying to pitch shows like this to yeah. big advertisers. Okay, cool. <laughs> and they're good at it. They're really good at it. Mm -hmm. But again... Advertisers understand formatting that's a little bit longer. They get it. Okay, people are really a fan of this thing. It's actually much harder to figure that out, specifically when a person is sort of more frivolously watching something or like barely scanning it. It's tougher to figure out. But TikTok's got to figure out how to, like they got to make more money. Twitter's in the same problem. How do we, like monetization, we got huge audiences, monetization. Maturity and monetization. And this is such an obvious path towards it i do wonder if um youtube shorts will follow suit like the vertical format that's longer maybe three minutes maybe 10 minutes but vertical i don't think that they have nearly the economic um pressure to do so because of the way that they're monetizing they, they have such a robust diverse monetization strategy mm -hmm. here's the ways youtube makes money Ads in front of a video, skippable, non-skippable. Ads overlaid on top of the video that you During, can click yeah. underneath on the little banner. Ads in the middle of the video, mm -hmm. right? Mid-roll. Ads at the end of the video, post-roll. YouTube premium service where you pay a subscription fee yeah. and you get YouTube music. Uh, they get a percentage if you put a super chat. I see some people putting super chats right now in a chat. Shout out. Shout out to everybody putting the super chats and sending us money. Uh, they get a percentage of everything, all these different economic mm -hmm. things going in here. Uh, and in subscriptions as well. Right. If you subscribe directly to this channel, they get a cut of that. Oh, cool. I didn't know that. You understand what I mean? Mm. That's outside of YouTube Premium. You're just like, oh, I want to subscribe to their channel because we're supposed to be making uh, memberships 
like exclusive at some, like you can do where if, if somebody watching this becomes a member of the channel and they pay to be a member of the channel, they can get uh, like special privileges. Right. They so like get, an extra show or something like, like that. Like a stickers. And, oh, and, wow. And, okay. and, 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 and they're like their name in the chat, which I'm looking at right now, their name goes. Uh, like a different color? Yeah. They, yeah. Okay. They get the status and everything as the super fans. You get to be like a this. member. But YouTube, importantly, gets a piece of all of that. And so now TikTok, you, they started thinking about live streaming to go with this long form. Mm -hmm. You start to realize, okay, it's, it's all about uh, early days is always about audience building. It's always about user generation. And then progression, maturity is always about monetization. Okay, they're all here now. What do we do with them? Try to find a way to make money. How do we do it? Yeah. So that's fine. It's fine, Will. All right. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella's son, Zane, dead at 26. Hmm. Microsoft CEO's uh, son died at age 26 on Monday following a lifelong battle with cerebral palsy. According to reports, tech firm informed its top executives of Zane Nadella's passing in an email. The message asked the executives to send their thoughts and prayers to the family. I know we all want to support Satya during this difficult time. The best way right now is to hold him and his family in your thoughts and prayers while allowing them the privacy and peace to process such a grave loss. This is his eldest son of three. He experienced asphyxiation in utero, was born weighing just three pounds. Zane Nadella received care at Seattle Children's Hospital for much of his life. So he uh, suffered from the get-go, from the jump, even before the jump. In, mm -hmm. in utero and uh that's a tough circumstance man uh yeah the privacy part is 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 big it can be pro i can i would assume it would be overwhelming to receive like thousands of messages and feeling that you need to get back to them and, and you're just trying to be with your media family in those moments uh the microsoft ceo and his wife anu donated 15 million to the Seattle Children's Hospital and helped establish the Zane Nadella Endowed Chair in Pediatric Neurosciences in 2021. Zane will be remembered for his eclectic taste in music, his bright, sunny smile, and the immense joy he brought to his family and all those who loved him. Yeah. That's beautiful. You, uh, uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Uh, Oppo unveils a record-breaking fast-charging technology that's 12 times faster than iPhone 13. Oh, this is literally the opposite story of them getting rid of the lightning. This is or, the opposite of yeah. lightning, but it's actually very lightning. Lightning it's quick. Very, very fast. It's more lightning than lightning. 240 watt. Super Vogue. Oh, you're fired up because you put this story in the chat. Well, yes, I did you put did, it yeah. in the chat. Okay, go ahead, Mo. I, no, no, no. Not like that. No, I just no, think... No. I love fast charging, and the more they uh, expand into fast charging, the happier Mo is. And a happy Mo <laughs> is a happy show. Okay. All right. I actually like that a lot. Let's make that a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to uh, Tim Horton's Honey Lemon Tea, by the way. I just took a sip and realized I... Your throat was dying for I it. owe a lot of this show to this uh, Honey Lemon Tea right now. On the first day of 2022's Mobile World Congress yesterday, Oppo showcased a range of technologies. 
I mean, we were just looking at their uh, X5 Pro, yeah. and it was 80-watt fast charging, mm -hmm. and then you saw them show off 150-watt fast charging, and you're like, oh, my God, what else can possibly happen? And they're like, what about 240, bro? 240, nine minutes, zero to 100. You, can you even lift 240, bro? <laughs> Super book, bro. Yeah. All of a sudden, they say bro a lot. Yeah. Because of their... This is Oppo's new brand. And of course, people are freaking out. They're like, what's it going to do to my battery? It's going to melt a hole in my table. Mm -hmm. And listen, I hear your concerns. Although, if you talk to people at Oppo, they're like, nah, nah, nah. We got the techs going on. We cool it down. We heat it up. We cool it down. Mm -hmm. They're like 1,600 cycles, which is what they were. I was doing the chat, like a live chat on their Twitter. Is that what they're saying? 1,600? Yeah, 1,600. Whoa. Yeah, I just found out about this uh, battery cycle thing. Mm. And you were telling me common uh, practices like or standard right now is 600. 6 to 800. So 1,600 is a huge jump. And you're increasing to 240. Big ups to Oppo here. You work for this company? Yep. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Mo's Mo, Mo, like, I just found out about. <laughs> yeah. He's reading his script. <laughs> Guy like me just found out about this important feature relating to smartphones. I'm like, Mo, you don't normally talk like that. A couple of watts of cash in his pocket. Yeah. We're speeding up, up fast charging. Oppo 240 watt flash charge delivers 100% battery in nine, nine minutes for rec record breaking industry leading speed. And it's not a small battery. I think it's a 4,500 milliamp hour battery. That means you would get like a day's worth of battery in like four minutes. Look, it's at 50% in three, three and a half minutes, 3.5 minutes. And the last part's a little bit slower, but how the hell can we even call it? So nine minutes. You can't even eat your breakfast, Mo. No. That's so, that's awesome. You had breakfast today? Uh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I had a hash brown, a large coffee, and... Uh, you got a hash brown today? Yeah. At Tim Hortons? Yeah. And one of those, uh, those beef craveable things. Oh, he's always getting that. It's good. I like it way better than the chicken. Will never stops talking about that. <laughs> For me, it's like Every a perfect Every time I look sandwich. over at him, I go, what? I go, what'd you get? He goes, called a craveable. <laughs> Is that you, Will? Um, I'm constantly holding one. So uh, It's pretty good. What is so good about these craveables? You I, haven't had one? No. Mm. You should sure. definitely have one, man. I, really you know good. why I don't have one? Why? Because of the name. Because they, they made it fun? And you don't it, like fun? No, <laughs> never mind fun. They're making it, it's kind of like, feels like uh, clickbait or something. Oh, okay. Like if you got to say it's craveable. <laughs> They're overselling it. You know, it's like, yeah. what if it was called Tim's deliciousness? <laughs> Would you, I'll have one deliciousness, please. It's, come on, man. Let me decide. <laughs> Let me decide. Deliciousness is such a bad name. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, no. the name really bothered me there. Like what if they just, Okay, I don't know. Did they have to even have a name? Could they not just say our new roast beef sandwich? No, because they have a roast beef. They have beef. one already. Yeah, oh, that's God. That's a problem. Yeah, this is the small one. They this got like the recipe. fried uh, like onions. Okay, onions. hang on a second. Hang on a second here. So the craveable means it's small. Yes. Interesting. Does it also mean it's limited time? Uh, I don't know. It's been around for so. quite a bit now. And uh, All right. Okay, fine. All right, fine. All craveable. I'll, I'll do that, it. That's not a good look. Well, no, it's never going to be a good look. So you did a roast beef craveable, a hash brown. Yeah, and a large coffee. That's what you did. That, that was my morning. 
Man, you're uh, and my phone would have been fully charged. By you're, the time. you're giving Warren Buffett a run for his money on that <laughs> breakfast. Uh, like you got one, you you yeah. you went all the way with that. Yeah, I got it without the the cheese because the stock's down. Really? No, I'm <laughs> just making a Warren Buffett joke. <laughs> all right, so I mean, the people are very upset right now. They're saying it's enough about Mo's breakfast. Yeah. They're saying tell Mo enough. We've got it. Tell Mo we're buying a Gravable. Mm. First Tesla Model S Plaid refresh with new headlights and taillights delivered. What? What did they do different? What? Do I have this? What's going on, Will? I don't think so. Tesla's kicked off deliveries of the Model S refresh with Matrix headlights and updated taillights. As could be seen in photos shared by new Model S owners on the private Model S Plaid and Long Range Facebook group, the updated flagship sedan features several subtle changes. Most notable is the new Model S Matrix headlights and revamped taillights. Hmm. Well, but that Plaid badge was only for, like, not I don't remember what they called it. Um, the first? Oh, yeah. Did they first bring it back? It? Yeah, I thought it was supposed to be exclusive to the earliest orders because mine just says Plaid. Because it wasn't like one of the first thousand or I don't know how many. Mm. Huh. Since sightings of the updated Model S started getting reported a few months ago, Tesla enthusiasts immediately took notice of the car's new charge port. Hmm. The size of the new Model S charge port door has increased significantly. Oh, that's true. Oh, yeah. That's massive compared to yours. Yours is just that little red or the it's little... It's tiny. Yeah it's, yeah, it's part of the taillight. This is one of the things that kind of bugs me a little bit about Tesla. They just quietly do things like this. Yeah. And then all of a sudden. Well, they don't I'm spend like, anything on marketing. So then, how are they supposed to tell you? No, but it's still part of the same model year. Yeah. And then I'm like, why don't I have that? Yeah. Or 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 not even why don't I have that? Like I'm fine with having what I have, but I want to know what's wrong with what I have. Why do the upgrade? What did you change? Yeah. What is the it issue? It kind of implies that something was broken. Mm. Yeah. Or to be improved upon. Mm -hmm. And and maybe I don't care about whatever the improvement is, but I don't even know why you did it. Yeah. It is bizarre that they would do it so hush-hush. Mm. Well, they're always making these. I think they treat it more like software. You just roll out a little update. Yeah. Mm. Like, let's roll out a charge door update. But this is a physical update, I know, but so. I feel like they treat it like as if it's software. Mm, maybe, yeah. Let's roll out a little charge door update. Um, and, and so the, I guess that's what they mean by taillight design because the charge door used to be part of the taillight, basically. Hmm. You got another Tesla one over there? Um, yeah. When you're talking about just hush-hush updates that just come through, mm -hmm. this one came through in Canada, the full self-driving beta. Let's go. I got to take my uh, Tesla out. You should give it a shot. But do you, is this a thing like um, invite? Like I have to apply and then maybe I get, maybe I don't or, oh yeah, you got to click request. Okay. So I just got to boot up the car and request you just, it. Yeah. It's in the app. There's a video showing how oh, you okay. do it. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, we got to do that. We got to do that. Yeah. And then go for a spin with the full self-drive. Yeah. Will, have you been in the car when it goes? Uh, no, not it's launch. So, no, not launch. Just even auto. When he goes uh, hands-free. Just autopilot. Hands not, not. I don't think so. Not for the Model S. The Model 3, yeah. I mean, it's a crazy cool feeling. Oh, yeah? Like, just seeing the wheel turn. Oh. It's really cool. Let's, go for, let's go for a ride, Will. Yeah. Let's try this. What's going on with your... Uh, huh? Bronco? Yeah. 
I haven't been looking to be honest. You're done. It's you're done. I think it's a lost cause. Oh no! But I don't mind getting it. It's just, do I have to wait a year? You don't. He doesn't mind getting it. This guy. I'll get uh, it. I'll get two. This guy over here is (laughs) just like. If I have to wait, flexing. He's flexing stacks on us. He can't be waiting. What did he just say? I don't mind. I don't mind. I don't mind buying it. There's no other alternative. (laughs) Hey, I don't. I don't mind buying it. Come on, right. guy like me. Just send it over. I don't mind buying it. Have a duffel bag of cash. And, uh, <laughs> let's get it over with. Okay, so when you say I don't mind buying it, you are getting it. You're just pissed about the wait. If it, if I have to wait a year, I don't know about that. You might get another car before uh, you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Something you can get right now, which is what? Ooh. I was thinking of Model 3. Yeah, but you're going to wait a year for that, too. Uh-huh. Maybe not or a Model 3? Maybe not a year, but you're going to wait, like, six months, I would think, right now, no matter what it says on their website. Oh, yeah, I guess. Chip you can't shortage, wait. everything, yeah. That's tough. Remember, there's a lot going into this, Will. <laughs> Is it really? Yes. <laughs> Me buying a car? <laughs> yes, I think you need to just... I don't know if the audience really cares. What do you mean? Look at the spike in the uh, live viewership. <laughs> Honestly, is one of my favorite storylines on this entire show. Is these escapades of like Will on the internet looking yeah. at car stuff is like one of my favorite segments. Might be my favorite segment. Okay, well. Um, what I think we need to do is we it, it needs to be an actual active hunt and we're going to need updates on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I agree. Is that I don't, my job? Yeah, I don't think you can just put it down completely and be like, "Uh, it's annoying." Dude, but, I look at the. Um, okay, go ahead. It takes a while to to get it done. What does that mean? Just waiting, just waiting, and if I'm thinking about like logistically, do I really want to wait for a car that's going to be a year in production? Would you? Would you? Well, I have two. It's, I have two of them sitting over there. Yeah, them borrow one. <laughs> like like the, <laughs> for now. The, the Taycan, you got the Taycan and the, the Taycan Model S t- Plaid. T- close to a year, I think, and the Plaid was like six right. months. But here, in Will's defense, the Taycan isn't your primary driver. Yeah, you have He's looking cars for a all over the driver. Place. Okay, okay, but look then, under your rug. There's a car. <laughs> okay, but hang on a second. Hang on a second. Do you ever consider just hopping on Auto Trader and just like looking no. at what's out there? Why? Why? It's also a so price overpriced. Point it's two. Crazy. For Broncos? Yeah. No, no, but like let's say we forget about the Bronco and you don't want to wait a year for something and you change your search to things that are more readily available. Oh, okay. So not the Bronco. Anymore. Not the Bronco. I know the Broncos are marked up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's totally an option. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does, oh, here's another question for you. Does it have to be brand new? Like, um, could you get like a one-year-old? Like, I don't remember? mind a one-year-old if it's a Bronco. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm saying, <laughs> I, okay, first of all, you can't because the Bronco you want just came out. Yeah. No, I, what I'm saying. I know, I know. No, no, what I'm saying is you uh, pick a different model like you had been thinking about a 4Runner, let's say. Mm-hmm. And then you look for Four one. 4Runner is expensive too, man. No, it is, but you pick one that's like one or two years old. Mm-hmm. Because the majority of depreciation on a car is right when you get take it of off course. a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once when you drive it out the first no, time. And forerunners. No, no. Well, well that's that. normally actually because right now the chip shortage. Like I feel like. Yeah. Used cars are jacked up prices. The, right now. They are. Yeah. Like I, I feel like I could sell 
my truck for what I paid. I looked on AutoTrade. I'm like, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. But anyway, normally, normal times. Yeah, okay. So you could get a 2020 or something Yeah. of this. Sure. Do you like the Lightning, Will? Um, the Ford Lightning? Oh, my God. You know how long he's been waiting for it? You can't get <laughs> yeah, him involved in this. That's, okay, you're right. that's more something else. Uh, waiting. Well, me well, and Will were in the car, or the truck earlier. Okay. And we were just okay, like, Will. Can nice. we can we change this search to something that's actually available right now? Is that allowed? And then we can involve the audience and they can help us scour Auto Trader for the perfect vehicle for you. I don't know. I'll think about it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool and fun? Yeah. Was that Jack walking through the frame here? <laughs> yeah. He was trying to show off for the camera there. Yeah. He did a little, uh, did a little shimmy and did a little <laughs> shake, didn't he? Been a long time since he's been on the show. I guess he's missing it. Oh yeah, he just squeaked his way past here. Sneaky. The U.S. government says you must use this lock. <clears throat> what? Um, we've that? seen this, right? Lockpicking lock lawyer. lawyer. Yeah, it's a great Big channel. Fan. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, he realized that um, the standard lock for the USPS, um, your mailbox. For the mailbox, is this uh, is this specific lock that he opens in literally two seconds? Well, not two seconds, maybe like fifteen seconds. Yeah, but he's like trained and skilled at this. Using tools that uh, is on his website, but it's literally a kind of like two hairpins. Oh, those don't look complicated at all. You have a squiggly hairpin and like a right-angled <laughs> hairpin. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I don't know if Okay, he, but what's his like technique? Like does he No, his technique is literally jiggling it. What? And then he opens it. There's no like pins apparently. Hmm. And then it's Oh my god. Yeah. That looked really easy. Yeah, these locks suck. Have you ever gotten they the do mail? Suck. I mean, you just know they suck. Yeah. But I didn't think You know what happened the other day? I was easy. driving I was driving past a mailbox and a guy just forgot to close the whole thing. <laughs> the door is just hanging over. But your keys get stuck, right? Oh, you they can't. suck. Man. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> they suck. I, I, I'm guessing that, like, as far as valuable items, it's not really in the mailbox. Mm -hmm. Mostly nowadays, it's getting dropped off, and so, like, who's really trying to steal your junk mail? Yeah, for mm -hmm. the most part. But for every mailbox in every American, I guess for us as well. No, Canadians, ours suck just as like, well as that. Yeah. I think it's, ours is uh, very similar. Just to very easy to crack. It's the same as that. It's trash. Yeah, so. I, I don't know. It's so small though, and you know they probably considered costs and. Mm -hmm. uh, but this right. guy makes every lock look like crap. The, <laughs> he does. The he locks. Does. Okay. The locks that he likes. Shout out lock picking. The locks that he <laughs> likes are absolute beasts. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they cost like what? Well, actually, look at that one. This lock is pick proof right there. He loves that lock, and it's pretty small too. 4.6 million views. Maybe the USPS needs to buy that lock. Indisputably pick-proof. 4.6 million views. It's captivating stuff. You get to see if you can pick it or not. You know? Yeah. That's cool. Postal Service seals deal for gasoline trucks rejecting the call for electric vehicles. Ooh. And that's probably like a big... Look at Will on AmericanMilitaryNews.com. <laughs> <laughs> he lined up these stories really well. Yeah, he's... Postal. He's got all kinds of segues baked in yeah. here. It's like a symphony going on. Mm -hmm. It's a journey. It's a yeah. ride. 
U.S. Postal Service finalized a contract to replace its mail truck fleet, not its locks, with Oshkosh Corp models, almost all of them gasoline-powered after the Biden administration unsuccessfully lobbied for buying more electric vehicles. The move announced in a record of, deci a record of decision made public Wednesday affirms a decision by the independent agency to move forward with a contested plan to purchase 165,000 mail trucks over the next 10 years. 90% are going to be gasoline-powered. A $6 billion contract awarded last February. Do you remember? We looked at these vehicles. Oshkosh Corp. Yeah, they look like They, they look Disney like Pixar. Style. Yeah. yeah. And people were making jokes that not only are they gasoline, but they have uh, the shape of them is not very aerodynamic. at all. Like yeah. they're going to be dragging all types of air. Mm -hmm. So they might not be the most fuel efficient. But they look cute though, Mo, in your neighborhood. <laughs> Isn't that what you care about? There you go. Oh cute. my God, it's got such a funny front. Cute in your neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen, the, you spend a lot of time in there, and obviously aerodynamics, you think about it, but like sitting there, you can understand why this huge sheet of glass would be appealing mm -hmm. because you don't want to run over any kids yeah, or dogs or bikes. or You're in the neighborhood, you know? And I would imagine you're not any like really fast speed so you're in the neighborhood yeah you're a part of the community amazon's going the completely different direction though you talking about electric yeah well you're amazon yeah you got you got the investments in rivian you're bezos mm -hmm. you know you're a tech company bezos doesn't use locks like that no he's got the best locks the teen famous for tracking elon musk's private jet is now targeting russian oligarchs uh, we had him on the show we had an interview Jack Sweeney. That's Jack Sweeney. He became a household name when he started. I don't know if a household name. I mean. Kind of rolls off the tongue. Oh, really? Jack Sweeney. So it he's does. a household name. Wow. He's got to get some merch going on. Yeah. He attracted attention when he when uh, Musk was alerted to the Twitter account. He was offered 5000 He countered fifty grand. got blocked. Um. Yeah, on the show we just talked about this was his interest and... He was working with various organizations to um, accumulate this data from a variety of, like, it was news to me the way that this data is collected anyway. You can watch that uh, segment. It's on, on the Clips channel. But he has uh, moved his attention now to Russian oligarchs. People are very curious about these Russian oligarchs keep getting mentioned in the news because of the conflict. Mm -hmm. uh, so he has a brand new Twitter handle, RU oligarch jets and uh, here's an example of alisher uzmanov uh and here he can he shows it landing his jet landing near yangi yul toshkent uz i guess that's uzbekistan i'm guessing uz so wherever this guy goes you will now know and uh i don't know maybe this changes some people's opinion the guy in the middle is the owner of the chelsea football club I believe. And he's had issues. He had to kind of relinquish his role in the team because of the increased pressure and sanctions and things that are tar affecting not just Putin and government, but also the, the oligarchs, mm -hmm. as you know, here. Assets being frozen, abilities, uh, uh, jobs, and, and all this stuff is just trying to make it hurt wherever possible. Mm -hmm. um, here a lot we, of followers. 
already 172,000 followers. Well, man, right now, mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. A lot of people curious about this stuff as these uh, move about. And probably even from a military perspective, are they having meetings? Right? If you're trying to figure out, are the oligarchs pissed with Putin yet? You could see if a bunch of these were converging on Moscow. Yeah. This yeah. one landed in Los Angeles. Damn right. About an hour ago. Yeah, damn right it did. See, I thought that they were, they were trying to limit Russian planes landing, period. Even oligarch planes. So, wait a second. Is that an Airbus A319 private jet? That is a big private jet. Mm, an Airbus? Oh, baby. No, look at the image of it. Yeah, I know. That is a big... Can we get an interior shot of that, Will? I mean, this is what we're counting on you for here. A319. A319. No, A319, A319, interior. We need to see an interior on that. Like, this is a commercial jet. So, I mean, these guys must rig. Oh, there you go. There you go. This is how they have it rigged up. You see that, Mo? Oh, like that picture. Yeah. You see how they got it rigged up. You know, they don't rig it with all those seats. Like, get these seats out of here. What the hell's the matter with you? We're having meetings. We're doing oligarch things. With all that space they have. Man, you really wonder how these oligarchs feel about all this. Like, I remember when I was talking about it the day one, I was like, well, he, he must have talked to them. Yeah. These guys are balling out of control. They're all, mm -hmm. they made deals with each other. But you wonder as their their life and ability to travel around and their assets and things, if their impact affected. Man, you really go back to that Twitter account for a second there, Will. Click on the picture uh, where that little island is. Who's landing on that little island? No, just go to the media assets. Yeah, there. Who's landing oh, on those? Two, two people. Who is this? And where is that? What is that? Some Arabic-looking writing. That is. Uh, so it originated in Germany. You're gonna have to click on the entire tweet for context. The, uh, it's Bahrain. Bahrain International oh, uh, Airport. It's Bahrain. Now, if it's it's another A319, so it's probably that guy. Unless they all got one of these units. See, like, what are, you, what are you chatting about in Bahrain right now? It's all very curious, very interesting. And the people are going to keep an eye. Mm -hmm. No doubt about it. Rolls-Royce Wraith EV conversion costs a businessman more than money. How can it cost more than money, Mo? What a headline. He spent like, the past four years, it cost him time, probably. Oh. Oh, don't get so upset. Come on. Well, this is very I want you to remember the feeling you had when you received your breakfast this morning. Yes. Okay. Right. When they handed you your craveable. Yeah, that feeling right there. Be at ease, my friend. <laughs> he spent the past four years building a Rolls that can run 311 miles that's on a single charge. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, for a vehicle that's not really about efficiency, typically. Um, his dream was to convert his Rolls-Royce Rolls Royce Wraith into an electric vehicle. Uh, it was not an easy task. He had to spend, he had to fly to J Japan, Germany, and the U.S. numerous times to buy parts for his project. Mm. According to him, the Wraith can reach 311 miles, which is 500 kilometers on a single charge. And he also mentioned that it only cost him $8 Canadian is it, oh, is he a Canadian guy? He is Canadian. I wonder if he can uh, come over here. Vincent, you. Yeah, bring mm. the electric wraith, my friend. 
Uh, I don't know though. What is your bet on location? I think it's uh, Rich DC. Yeah, that's a drive. It's like, a drive. Yeah, but he can put, save so much money. He yeah. has to put on a trailer. He mentioned it cost him eight dollars Canadian, which is six twenty nine US, to charge the battery of the Wraith. Significantly less than the hundred dollars he used to have to use to fill the tank with gas. An electric Rolls Royce. He did it before they did. That's really cool. You're happy about that, Mo? Yeah. I mean, you and me were talking about this earlier when we had the the Datsun in here. Mm. Like, man, it would be cool to just turn some of these old classic cars into mm. EVs. Be really cool. Side thing. business. You shouldn't act. Here's a quote from him about his conversion. You shouldn't act like a wealthy douchebag by driving a stinky car around town and polluting the air. Oh, that was his daughter that said to him. Wow. That daughter is... Uh, uh, she's really going at the jugular there. Yeah. Going at her dad like that with he the Rolls Royce. The daughter. Uh-huh. So uh, here we have a, a clip of Rihanna arriving at Dior Fashion Show. And uh, there's a little exchange that takes place here. Go ahead and play the clip here. Is almost, there sound? Almost a million views. You're going to need the sound here, Will. Play the clip. Oh, baby. All right. You can pause that now. So you can see here, pause it right there. You can see she's very pregnant, mm-hmm. showing off the pregnancy. ASAP Rocky. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Will. It's a mini ASAP. Thanks, Will. Yeah, uh, yeah she's, so she's very pregnant, and she's walking pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. with the stature and uh, the elegance. And uh, someone shouts at her. You're late. Someone shouts, you're late. Oh, okay. To the event, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, you're late, Rihanna. And in stride, without any breakage. Okay. She uh, turns her gaze to the individual and she says, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty badass. And just so casually (laughs) and comfortably. Like, like, I'm Rihanna. Did you forget? Like, holy. <laughs> and the people love it. Yeah. The Rihanna fans, they love it yeah. that uh, she handles herself in that way. Very graceful. Mm-hmm. And uh, that she is not surprised that she's late, that she knows already that she's late, and that maybe even she intended to be late. Fashionably? <laughs> it might even be fashionably late. Isn't that an interesting concept, fashionably late? Yeah. Have you ever been fashionably late to a fashion show? Not not on purpose. <laughs> like I never made the decision I'm going to be fashionably late. Right, right. But you also don't want to be too early. No, that, I think that's way worse. That's unfashionable. That's, like why is this guy here yeah. an hour before I told him to be here? Mm-hmm. I'm making food right, right now Get for the you. hell <laughs> out of here. It's so rude. You ever had that happen to you, Will? Mm-hmm. Where, where somebody shows up earlier than they're supposed to? There's, there's a friend. Oh, you don't want to go into it. <laughs> and it's always early. And it's always I like awkward. that there's a friend. But, but did you bring it up already? Like, can you talk about it? Did you already say to them, hey, why are you coming so early? No, no. Oh, you didn't no. even say that? No. Will just allows it. Will, you got to say it. Otherwise, you're harboring this resentment. Uh, that's true, yeah. You got to say, hey, what's going on, man? You got to be I, more straightforward with it. But, I told uh, you to be it's not. It's not like super early. It's not like an hour early. What is it, half an hour? No, just like. 
10 minutes, 15 minutes, oh, and that's, it's always consistent. Oh, don't, that's the thing. don't be angry about I'm that. I'm not angry. No. 10 or 15, I don't like it. Sure. For me in my life, either be right on time or five minutes late. Yeah. That's ideal. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. I like right on time. Just be on time. Are you a big right on time <laughs> yeah. guy? Yeah. It depends on the engagement as well, by the way, like the casualness of the engagement. You know, if it's, uh, there are some, my life is so regimented, Will. Oh, man. I was just thinking, uh, you haven't watched The Irishman, right? No. Oh, they have a crazy scene with um, Al Pacino mm-hmm. and uh, another character about being late. Oh, damn. It's an amazing scene. And is it about the right amount of late? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, I feel that. Just man. like those little intricacies. Well, that's where the concept comes, minutes, from, comes from a fashionably late. Like there is a moment that you can arrive and have maximum impact, mm-hmm. right? Where where everyone's like, ah, oh, man, that guy's here. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's definitely not right at the time. It's a, somewhere around five, 10 minutes later. Yeah. Maybe it's 15, depending on the, the invite. Like if it's a barbecue, let's say it's a thing that goes on all day. You can easily be 15 minutes late. Oh, yeah. It's no problem. I think the more relaxed a social gathering is, the more late you could be. It's more forgiving. So the guy who's showing up early on you. (laughs) Will's poor friend. He... uh, What is his expectation when he's early? Does he... Can he wait in the car a little bit or... No, he comes right in. He's banging on the door. Let me well, not banging in, but, you know. And I have etiquette, you know, and just let them in. Right. Hang out for a little bit. And you're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just chilling. We're just chilling. <laughs> if it's, like, if it's at my place, it's like a social gathering, it's chill, it's fine. Boss. If it's not like a crazy event that we're going to, it's okay. Mm-hmm. No, 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 for sure. But what I'm wondering, like, I'm assuming if you're having more than one person over, you're like preparing, like you're mentally preparing. You're also might be preparing. He said, food, sure. Yeah. Things like this. Organizing some stuff, sleeping it, things. Exactly. Last minute cleaning. It, ex- I hear you. Exactly. Yeah. So other people have to predict that that's what you would be doing. Mm-hmm. And then therefore that's where it comes in. Yeah. Yeah. It's not um, super frustrating or anything. Yeah. But it's just something I noticed. Are you going to talk to him about it? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Okay. All right. we'll, we'll see. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that. We'll that, was, that was riveting stuff. Very important stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Very important stuff. Step into manga at Japan's 2D cafes in Tokyo, Osaka, and Kyoto. Oh, this is a cafe. It's a cafe. Will would love something like this. In uh Oh, wow. This 2D is really cool. Looking... Uh, there's a guy, uh, the artist on YouTube, he uh, made a 2D room. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't remember his name right now. Uh, for the youngsters. Uh, he would be kind of almost like the other guy with the uh, the art. The big art videos that are like oh, Mr. BCHC. He's kind of like him. Marco is his name. He Marco. does like custom sneakers and stuff. Anyway, he did, uh-huh. a, he did a 2D room. Okay. I wonder about these 2D rooms if they just look way better on photo than they do in real life. I was just thinking Maybe. that I want to see a person in standing in there. Yeah. So you'll, I can really see feel that. the depth. No, it's still it's 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 pretty cool. Like I, that's you know. It's like simple illustrations, mm-hmm. a lot of line work around the, the edges, especially the chairs, yeah. It um, has to be black and white too, doesn't it? It feels so flat. You know what spoils it for me is the floor. 
The floor mm. is uh, tile. Yeah, so it has reflection to and it. Texture. And reflection doesn't feel 2D. Yeah, yeah, they have to paint it matte. If white. it was a matte tile on the floor. Yeah. Although, this, look at the, look at the, I need something like that. What is that? Is that? What like, is that? It's Ooh. a latte and it's some kind of dessert, all right? It's like an apple. That looks. Whatever it is, man. Yeah, it's it, pretty good. Whatever it is, I need to sit in a place like that. I didn't like have that. that for breakfast, I'll tell you that. So there's a lot of these cafes. Oh, yeah, here's a person mm. that's sitting there. A 3D person. <laughs> they look like they're in a they they, like They don't great, seem relaxed. No, they're <laughs> yeah. in a great mood, Well, They're in a great yeah. mood. That's your friend when he comes early. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Will's just in the just background. Chill on the couch Will's or in the background preparing. The guy's <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. Hey, do you want some uh, oh, off or a beer or something? I think everybody uh, has an early friend, to be honest. I think, I think it's normal. Uh -huh. Everybody has an early friend and a late friend. <laughs> this picture is just... Uh, the same picture, but he or she is just looking, looking at, at the camera. camera. <laughs> yeah. Which is more uncomfortable. Did you do a he or she there? Is it he or she? What do you think? I mean, it's a he. It's a he? Yeah. I can't tell. It's a small Well, you wouldn't want to. Face. You wouldn't want to guess. Yeah. You wouldn't want to guess, would you? I mean, look at him looking at you there. <laughs> He's looking right at you. That's creepy. They're a great place to snap a photo for the gram. That's really what this is of about. Course, yeah. Is that is that people don't even forget about the coffee. They need the gram photo. Mm -hmm. And cafes in the future, they'll all be like this. It'll be half about getting the coffee and half about the gram. Mm -hmm. And you go visit because you really need gram places. Unless you're Mo and you quit uh, Instagram for a Klondike bar. Yeah. You're I never mean, gonna let me leave that down. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of them it's not me it's the people man know, wait till you the see people. the comments they're yeah. like what is Mo trying to who does he think we are saying something like that to us with the clon bake bar <laughs> like they were offended at that yeah no, I read I'm some sorry. of those, I read some of those comments they Mr. Were, Klondike yeah they were offended at that. they say why he can't lie to us we know what's what out here we know about a Klondike bar um yeah well there's a couple of uh cafes that's in Japan you can visit them Mm. The most popular is probably 2D Cafe. Mm. So, yeah, just check it out. That's Sick. it. Sick. Cartoon. Um, this is an apple with two stems. It is. <laughs> this is That's a, it? Um, on a mildly interesting, one of the, one of the great subreddits. Um, 23,000 upvotes. What do you guys think about this? You do realize. Yeah, I just started thinking about how apples are... Go ahead, Mo. Okay. Every time you say go ahead, Mo, I, my palms get sweaty. <laughs> Why do you think I say it, Mo? <laughs> That's so true. No, I was just uh, thinking, how does this happen? They, they <laughs> look at my hands. <laughs> All right, that's it. That's, that's, how to, that's enough. It's over? Yeah. yeah. Um, well, the stem is how it's connected to the apple tree. I would assume a double stem yeah, would mean that it was connected at two separate points to the branch. But then those two apples formed into, like, I don't get it. One <laughs> apple, two stems, Mo. One apple, two well, stems. My, mildly interesting. Normally, two stems, two apples. Does it have the core running in both directions? Ooh, see, people want answers here. 
would the seeds be dispersed surrounding just the center? I mean, you want to know about the genetics here. Mm -hmm. I'd imagine it's one apple grown around another. Oh, Mo! Somebody had my question. Two stems, two apples, one apple over another apple. The cores would go, then go past one another. Well, this guy's got to cut this apple open. Like, that should have been an image set. Yeah, we need to know. That should have been an image set. Well, we need to get in touch here. Okay. Hmm. As far as apples go, um, actually buying this apple w would not be a good move no. other than for the photo. Yeah. Like this apple, there's so much core stuff going on in there. Mm -hmm. Like how much apple's left over? You know how you have to cut around the, the core? core? Yeah. I mean, there's like one, a couple of good bites on there and that's it. Mm -hmm. oh. yeah. But it's interesting enough, you probably just buy it just for the photo. Sure. For the gram. Probably what they did. For the gram. You probably buy this and stick it in the 2D cafe. There you for, go. For the gram. Um, what about this one? Well, that's disgusting. What is this? <laughs> oh, you're back it's on. It's a phone uh, case. Cursed images here. It's meant to Ew. look like skin. It did a really good job. It's huge, too. Like, the way that it... Wow, it's actually kind of crazy how much the texture looks like skin. Well, next to the skin. Yeah. Yeah. Got the veins and everything. What's that little hole on the side? Um, the bottom right corner. Yeah, that is weird. Is it for the speaker? Or what? Or is it just to look disgusting? I think it's just to look disgusting. I don't know. It's an old iPhone, like an iPhone ten or something. Yeah, because it's got the uh, camera unit. That is on. I, I mean, what is it made out of? Is this like a makeup artist trying to do? Like, that would be a good calling card. They pull uh -huh. that out. It's like, whoa. And they're like, I'm a makeup artist. Hire me. Mm. Hire me. Yeah, there's no context. Yeah, it's just on cursed Based on images. Reddit. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The skin. I, I remember seeing that thing about that artificial skin. Do you, do you remember that? That they they were uh, scientists were make, trying to make something exactly like human skin, or it was an interface. Okay. You remember anything about this? We covered on this show about a thousand years ago. Um, probably. All right. Probably. That's it. fine. That's fine. Okay. This just made me think of that. Okay. Oh, right, yeah. One. This is the one, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on in the world out there. I told you that. You've been here. Plus, you've been in the world. And so that's where the dodo comes in. This is that site that's always saving animals all the time. Like, it's like, oh, it's an injured animal. And then it's like, like one of these stories where it all works out. Do you know what I'm talking about, Will? Yeah, I always see this icon. It's very iconic. Yeah, it's a dodo, man. Then they crush on Facebook and they get a billion views because people, they need to have the, mm -hmm. just the obvious, straightforward, like, uh, out, nice outcome. Mm -hmm. Like the, oh, isn't that nice outcome? Like the people, they desperately, feel good. they desperately need it. And then they go and reach for content like this. But anyway, you can, uh, I don't know, you can probably only play a little bit of it. I feel like they'd be the copyright types, these dodos. Okay. Okay, so the owl is down there on the ground, and the guy and the guy notices. It's very odd that a bird is like lying down, <laughs> like it's falling asleep. Well, on owls the grass. have a weird amount, like a lot of personality. Oh yeah, like compared to other birds, they have a whole face. Other birds, the eyes are on the side. You can't really, they're a little, can't really tell. Oh, he picked Maybe it up like a baby. Well, it didn't want to fly, man. He he noticed it. He got hit, right? And uh, <laughs> it said, what do you give an owl for breakfast? 
You know, so he, he, he looks up. drunk here. <laughs> this owl. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> he's trying to recover, and he's not too nervous or concerned. Um, so he wrapped him in a box until tomorrow. That's always a risky move. You're like, I don't know what's wrong with it. it could could, mm-hmm. could could wake up halfway through the night and be you know next sitting Text next that, to yeah. you, mm-hmm. yeah, or uh, or could die. Yeah, right away because you don't know internal injuries, internal bleeding, and organs and things like this. Anyway. They have a little bonding because that's how the story has to go here. A little bonding. And uh, it turns out they bring the owl to the... to the. You remember my coyote story? Mm-hmm. I come to find out, like, even around here, there's these rescue places where where uh, they would take injured animals and, and repair them and such. Mm. Just well, yeah, you like charity type yeah, operations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even they're all over the place anyway. They bring the owl over and they check out the owl and they're like, oh my God, there's no broken bones, nothing. Guy's just chilling. Just lazy. <laughs> really? You guy's just drunk, actually. <laughs> the guy got into a bucket of alcohol. Oh, the owl did? No. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did get hit, and but he had just severe bruising on the wing. Oh, okay. And it wasn't recovered, so they, they get him back. A little training, 10-day regimen. It's kind of like me with the voice. And they release him back to the wild. He comes so far. Look at, there he goes. All right. So you got your beautiful story of the day amongst uh, all the r- r- other variety of stuff you're going to encounter. And we're back, man. I'm back. You know, we're back. The voice is back. I mean, it's almost back. It's back enough. But we're in it. And because we got to be. And the world ain't slowing down anytime soon. And you don't know what it's going to throw at you. Um, Let's go. you know, you just hope that things can can uh, move in a positive direction, mm-hmm. and that uh, the better judgment of humans on the planet can somehow uh, lead us towards a path that is not total obliteration. You know, yeah, that'd be nice too. Um. But anyway, we'll be back. We'll see what transpires in the next uh, 24 hours, as we usually do. Thank you to everybody that joined. Thank you to everybody on the super chat and in the comments. Uh, making this show possible. We ain't going nowhere. <laughs>